Happy early Halloween, everybody, from the PHNX Suns Dive Bar, brought to you by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app. You guys look great. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you, Lindsay. <laughs> we look much better than the Suns, which isn't saying much. This is, yeah, I mean, yeah, but I'm I'm going to hype us up a little bit because this is fun, and I feel like it should still be a fun environment. Um, but yes, the Suns did fall to the Trailblazers, 134 to 105. An unfortunate series of events. Shall we get drinks mm. to make uh, things a little bit easier and head to nice. the bar? The drink of the night, the Portland Pounder. <laughs> Dang, it was. It was. Yeah. I feel like I can't make a joke about that because it's going to be an out of context <laughs> quote. And I'm not trying to go viral for that. Yeah. So somebody else make a joke. Lindsay, we're, we're all friends here. We're all friends. <laughs> <laughs> you paint a happy tree for us over there? Yes. Uh, the, the sons were not a work of art tonight at all. <laughs> There were no happy accidents. Should we explain who we are, by the way? Yes. There's an audio component to this that this gag just isn't working for mm. right now. I, I am Shane Diefenbach, the man behind the Mac. Yes. So, <laughs> hi. That's, that's me tonight. DraftKings hat and all. Uh-huh, and hoodie, too. Yeah. Right. Shane notoriously rocks the DraftKings gear and swag around the office, so... It's perfect. And the mustache. Yeah, the mustache, definitely. <laughs> You're going to have it's issues keeping it on it. all night, but I have my it own. was I'll a really <laughs> solid effort. <laughs> Gerald, would you like to tell us about your costume? I am Riff Raff. <laughs> Street rat. <laughs> Where'd I'm your only, hat go? I'm all, It fell off already. <laughs> <laughs> it fell off. Saul? I'm Bob Ross. <laughs> would you like to have a little friend next to you? I'm gonna paint you a little picture. Sure. Saw <laughs> that I both have facial hair, yet we went with the fake facial hair. Well. Oh, that's amazing. Um, and then I'm a pirate. Yeah. You sounded so convincing with yeah. that. That's it. Are you sure you're a pirate? Just, just a normal pirate. That's it. Just a normal pirate. Yep. <laughs> All right. We got our drinks. We've introduced our costumes. Espo, is it time for Monty to tell us how we should feel oh, with the wheel of Montyism? Yes, it is. Let's get that and bring it in. <laughs> Great job, Espo. Es Espo looks like Andy Reid. <laughs> he doesn't even look like Shane. So if you were not with us in the post game on Wednesday after a loss, we go to the wheel of Montyisms to help us digest and figure out how to feel about the situation at hand. Give it a spin, Espo. This is taking longer than it took for the Suns to go down by double digits. <laughs> what do we, what I do can't we got? read it. I can't either. Can... Short breaks are earned? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, that's ironic since I they mean... only had one uh, one flight to relax before they had to play a back-to-back -back game. So that's I think it's true. pretty accurate. Pretty accurate. I mean, we got the same energy as the Suns. The facts. <laughs> no, it's it just was... hard to talk through this mask, <laughs> and I'm not sure if Bob Ross has a Southern accent. So I, <laughs> I just, I, I just, I just went with it. <laughs> yeah, it's too late to back out now. You, you're Does allowed Bob to take Ross it off if you want, though. I don't. No. That doesn't seem no. like a Bob Ross. It doesn't Ross seem like a custom type. Would well, you like a little fucking Bob Ross then? <laughs> Listen, look, go ahead. I was just going to say, look, tonight was a by. It, it was a schedule loss. We talked about it in pregame. And 
Uh, the Suns were coming off of having played less than 24 hours, uh, you know, ago, and then the the Trailblazers had been sitting at home since they lost their opening night game on Wednesday. I mean, did it looked like Portland had fresh legs, and the Suns just didn't. I mean, that was that was they got run out of the gym, and that's what tends to happen when you're exhausted and the other team is isn't. I mean, that's that's a what happened here tonight. Yeah, I mean, I think part of it is schedule loss. It's also kind of like we're only three games into the season. Like, I get it's the second night of a back-to-back, but usually this early in the season, the second night of a back-to-back isn't that bad. I understand, like, they went all the way to the finals, shortened off season. That's part of this, but... Short breaks are earned. Yeah, it's it's kind of concerning, though. Like, two out of their first three games have been this kind of performance. Mm -hmm. It wasn't good. It wasn't Mm -hmm. good at all. No. Uh, Through the second quarter, I was like, ooh. I would rather just turn the TV off at this point. <laughs> so uh, that's I, how I felt about this game particularly. You know, I wonder I how... I wanted to paint a new landscape. That's what I wanted to do. <laughs> it would have been nice if you could have painted a, a nice picture in there for us. Um, we, we needed to paint a heart because that's what the Suns needed to know. <laughs> Some of that, yeah. yeah. You painted a big fat L is what we actually got tonight. Mm-hmm. So. I With feel like teams are... Not going to be, we've talked about this a lot, but I don't know if it's sunk in or if it's just early on in the season, but teams are coming at the Suns, Mm -hmm. like right off the bat because of last year. So if they want to have the same success they had last year, they're going to have to find that fight, that grit, then play within their game and come out ready to go better than ever in order to have the same type of success as last season. And I feel like they haven't come out with that spirit yet. It's a learned thing. I think it's a learned thing. I'm going to stop talking about Bob Ross now. <laughs> uh, it, I think it's a learned thing <clears throat> because, uh, you know, first of all, none of these guys have really been in this position before. Mm-hmm. None of them, outside of Jay Crowder and Chris Paul, most of these guys are are new to this experience. It's going to take a little adjusting you know, all the great teams, even the ones that won titles, the second year always seemed to be the downfall year where they would struggle a large portion of that season and then they'd find a way to come back. The only one that I can recall in recent memory is probably the uh, the, the Golden State Warriors that came back the next year and went 73-9, and nine, but they ultimately lost in the finals. So uh, it just it, it's just going to be an adjustment period for them to understand. Like, they can't just – rest on their laurels they have to come back and they have to fight every single game it's game three yeah i'm not overly worried about it but they should approach every game like they did the lakers game i mean they obviously were up for playing lebron and the crew there they they Mm -hmm. it felt like the team that came out almost every night last season was something to prove tonight didn't feel like a team that had a sense of urgency it just felt like a team kind of going through the motions at times and that's that's where this Suns team is gonna gonna find trouble because, as much as we we like what they've done roster wise, I don't think they're talented enough to coast at any point mm-hmm. in this season. They don't have superstars where you can you can coast like that, and that's what tonight felt like. And granted, maybe because tired legs, because of playing last night and having a short off season, but at some point that stuff isn't excuses. That's just part of playing in the NBA. Right. And, and I think that's the thing for me is this is a team that outside of those first 16 games of the season last year, rarely had performances like this. Like they, they always bounce back from losses. And we saw that against the Lakers, the way they did that. 
but it's just weird to see them string together two out of three bad performances. And I get it. It's still early in the season. We saw this last year. They started the year eight and eight, and then they won like 43 of their next whatever amount of games it was. Mm -hmm. So they were really good after that. The difference was they were, you know, implementing two new starters last year. This year they have the same starting lineup. So you, you kind of hoped that there would be a little bit more continuity in that regard carrying over from last year. Is there anything in particular, like anything that stands out to any of you guys that you would like to see changed or done differently? Uh, I think Devin Booker. Um, I just feel like we're just not seeing complete Devin Booker yet. And so uh, I don't know if something's going on with him or what. I just I feel like his legs are a little gone. Um, and I don't know if that's a residual effect from playing so much in the in the summer or or what. But um, I, I think Devin Booker is missing just that extra little umph that separates him from every other two guard in the league. I mean, I felt like he was good tonight. Like, he was good tonight. He was one of the only he's still ones. not prototypical Devin Booker, though. Yeah. You know? he, he hasn't really. I mean, how many do you have tonight? He had 21 or 22, 21, of 19. He was hitting the mid-range. Uh, you know, it, he looked better than the last two nights, I will say that. Mm -hmm. But um, I still don't feel like he's completely all the way there. And so I'm, I'm looking for that. And I think once that happens, everything else will click. Well, obviously shots aren't, aren't falling. They did at, at, in that second and third quarter against the Lakers. But as a whole, it just doesn't feel like they're shooting the ball the way that we saw last year. I know that's that's great analysis. You miss shots, <laughs> you lose games. I mean, that's what you're all here for. But I, at some point, I, I don't know if you have to look at, do you need a jump start? I mean, we're three games in, I get that. Mm -hmm. But we may get at a point where do you switch, you know, Jay Crowder and Cam Johnson just to try to find some kind of jump start or something uh, that's that's a few games down the line if if the offense is still anemic. But uh, to Saul's point, Devin Booker still doesn't look like he has his legs under him. Uh, it doesn't look like he's he's got that lift. Chris Paul just kind of didn't show up offensively this evening. And on the broadcast, they're talking, "Oh, Chris Paul just figures out how to you know how to turn it on you know, after he." goes quiet for a little while well he never really turned it on tonight there was never that moment where chris paul took over for a five minute span and just kind of scored like we've seen numerous times uh, it, there's just there's no spark offensively right now i that's my biggest fear with this team um that's one of my biggest fears with chris paul is that he is older he's mm -hmm. older and I think you're going to see games like this from time to time where he just understands, like, first of all, like, we do have to give Portland a ton of credit. Oh, it absolutely. seemed like they didn't miss a three all night, it felt like. They were just hitting everything from everywhere, and every single time the Suns made a run, they answered right back with the run of their own. And so sometimes you just have those nights, and I feel like this is one of those things. Also, going back to the hunt, hunted, um, or the hunter being hunted or whatever, mm -hmm. um, I also want to say that the three teams that they've played so far were all playoff teams last year. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's not like we're losing to the you know to the Timberwolves or or you know whoever the worst team, the Kings or something like that. Um, once once those games come about, like I I just feel like they just need a little bit of you know they just need a little fluid, a little chemistry to get going, and 
it's just hard at the beginning of the season. The first couple of weeks of the season are almost worthless because no team really finds their identity until they get at least 25% into the season. Last year being a, a, a perfect example of that, 8-8. Eight and eight. So through 16 games, they were 500. They were just an average basketball team, and then all of a sudden, boom, and they took off. And you hoped they would take off and learn from that lesson when they resume, but it doesn't always happen like that. So, you know, they, they live, they learn, they move on. Yeah, I feel like campaign was missed tonight, though. The second unit didn't have a spark and sometimes if those starters kind of fall flat in those initial minutes cam can come in and be the kind of that paddle to to restart things you didn't have that tonight and, and alfred payton didn't bring anything in particularly ex- exciting with that second unit listen i'm not going to say anything about about Aiden in terms of his max contract and all this, like I'm, I'm, I'm tired myself of saying, well, he's got to play like he's he he wants a max contract because I felt like he earned a max contract already. Now, what I will say is, is DeAndre Aiden has not been very good the last two games at all. No. Like I don't think he's been good at all the last two games. He definitely has to step it up in terms of his production overall. I'm talking even rebounding. I just feel like he's. Yeah, he three tonight. Yeah, yeah. He's just he's just been lost, and mm. I don't know what it is, but he. He better find it. Otherwise, that's a wise bet that the Suns made. That's for damn sure. Yeah, Look, he can't get outplayed by Yusuf Nurkic in a game like this. Exactly. He can't. And 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 that's the thing is he's only had one good half this season. Like yeah, he had the, the first, first half, half against yeah. the Nuggets and since then he's kind of been all over the place. And it's I mean across the board, we could you know, we could go down each player and and everybody on this team needs to just do better. Right. But like, when you know the ma- more. but when you know the magnifying glasses on you yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you got to you you got to step up. You mm-hmm. got to step up. That's what big money players make big money plays when it counts. And for right now, this entire season counts for DeAndre Aiden. He's got to make the most of it. Well, well not why, go why, ahead. why did they run? It felt like in that second they ran plays for Javale McGee. Mm-hmm. Like they they forced the issue going to Javale McGee. And again, I don't feel like they ever do that with DeAndre Aiden. Well, I think part of it is like. Like we saw it, I think, in the Lakers game where DeAndre caught the ball and faked the dribble handoff, went to the rim. He got blocked, but he got his rebound back, kicked it out to book for three. Like the opportunities for him to create are also there. It's not just on like feed the ball to Aiton in the post. Like that's not how the NBA works anymore. He also needs to be assertive in creating opportunities for himself if he wants to be that guy. One of the things that DeAndre Aiden does not do very well is create his own shot. Mm-hmm. He always relies on either the, the jump hook, if he can get it off, mm-hmm. when he's playing against taller defenders, like Jurkic is, is, a, is a lengthy defender, uh, he'll resort to sometimes the fadeaway. He doesn't have a fast enough move to body somebody and use his body as leverage against the bigs. He hasn't learned how to do that yet. Hell, freaking Chris Paul and Damian Lillard are two guards that were able to fend off bigs going to the basket tonight. Mm-hmm. Like, DeAndre Aiden as a big needs to understand how to do that and utilize his body to the best of his ability. He hasn't learned how to do that. And until he does, he's never going to be a consistent player enough here in the NBA. I just I feel like the guards feel more comfortable throwing the throwing the lob to JaVale uh, and things like that. It's It's been something I noticed in the first few games. Uh, they've pulled that trigger on those lobs to JaVale where you're not seeing with DeAndre. And I don't know if that's on DeAndre not being in position and or if it's they're just more comfortable with JaVale in those situations right now. I think they see him as more of an above the rim threat than Aiton is, yeah. which is a weird thing to say because we've seen Aiton throw down poster dunks, but JaVale has that like reach and that's just 
they throw it. They, they, they always say, we just throw it up as high as we can to where JaVale can get it and he'll go get it. And I think that that's kind of alarming that they have more of that trust with him <laughs> it, than with Aiden. It is alarming because JaVale has not been all that great this year either. No, like, no JaVale's look like Bambi when he's yeah, born. Like I, so, so if, oh, if they Bambi. think, oh, I got a better chance of making a, an alley-oop catch dunk uh, to JaVel than DeAndre, then I'm like, well, I don't know what you're seeing, but the same thing, I'm same thing we're all seeing, and I don't see that at all. Like, I think DeAndre has been perfectly fine around the rim. It's mm. just, you know, maybe they just feel a little bit more comfortable for whatever reason. I think one of the reasons, like, to, we're gonna go back a little bit. Sorry, sorry um, yeah. to your point Rewind. of 25 percent, like a quarter of the way through the season is where everyone starts to find their stride, whatnot. We mentioned chemistry when we talked about the Lakers. We mentioned figuring out the system when we're talking about Portland. The reason why I would like to see the Suns find themselves within their game sooner than a quarter of the way through the season is because all offseason we talked about continuity, continuity, continuity. That's what this team Mm -hmm. has that other teams don't have. It shouldn't, in theory, Mm -hmm. take that long for this team to find the stride that they had last season. And so while, yes, it is the third game of the season, I also don't want to just w- throw it as a wash at, uh, at a – I don't want to just throw it out as if it's a wash because it's just the third game of the season. Right. Because we do have that continuity, and I don't think it should be that difficult for this team to figure out their game that they played exactly like this last season. Well, by the way, this is the saddest costume party I've, ever, know, I've right? ever been to. And I was a nerd in high school, so I went to some sad costume parties. Oh, man. But Kenny said in the chat, I also want to see more Cam Johnson minutes. Um, he's kind of intriguing this year. I'm with you. I we men- I mentioned it during this game. It just kind of feels like Cam's just been like under the radar. Yeah. The Cam, whole season. Cam hasn't done much. He hasn't got the opportunity to mm-hmm. do much yet. But it would be nice to see him play like he did in that playoff run because he seemed like a guy that was ready to earn more minutes this year, guy that was ready to fill some of that wing load with with Jay Crowder being older and, and coming off a second straight finals run. But um, just haven't seen it yet so far. Again, super early in the season. Uh, they have plenty of time to turn this around. But like Lindsay said, you don't want to just throw it out either because, you know, getting blown out in two out of your first three games when you were supposed to be the team with continuity, you're supposed to be this young team on the rise. That's not the most ideal start. But the one thing that we will not stand for is please do not go on Twitter and call for somebody's job right now because it (laughs) is the third season. I know we're traumatized from years and years ago. It's not the same, I don't think. I just just always, when people say that after three games – after going to basically the the peak of your profession, mm-hmm. um, and then they call for your job, I just wonder, like, what do these people do for a job? <laughs> and every time they make their first or second or third mistake, are they calling for themselves to, to get fired? You know what I mean? Like, it's just ridiculous. Like, stop with the money hate. Come on. He took them to the NBA Finals for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. To be fair, getting blown out in two or three uh, is not a good games. Luck. Is how you get Earl Watson fired, all right? Not Monty Williams. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right, let's turn this party around and talk about our draft king of the game, Devin Booker. Mm-hmm. Because tonight, Devin Booker moved into second place for most three-pointers made in Suns history, officially passing Dan Marley. Devin has made 801 threes in his career thus far. 
Mm-hmm. Gerald, what was the stat? How many fewer games did he reach this mark than it than it took to get Dan Marley there? Um, it was in 183 fewer games than That's Dan Marley. That's insane. Ridiculous. I get mm-hmm. that the game has changed. Right. But that is crazy how fast Booker has gotten to this mark and how quickly he's going to surpass Steve Nash as well. And to your point from last night's game, the fact that he didn't play the first half of his first season. Yes. So he's still, Mm -hmm. he's a solid, (laughs) but he's not a three-point shooter. No, no. (laughs) Nope. Nope, not at all. Um, Just so you know, (laughs) Steve Nash does hold first place on that list, and he has 1,051 career-made three, or yeah, career-made threes with Phoenix Suns. Yes. Um. Do you want to tell me, did you win your DraftKings bet, Espo? <laughs> I didn't do the math. I stopped counting after uh, No, he did not. No. <laughs> not uh, that's, because, that's because Portland almost scored 229 themselves. They almost hit the over by themselves. It doesn't matter how it happened. It happened. <laughs> like, you can I'm make all the excuses you want, but they, it happened. I'm just saying Portland was the reason that that over happened, not the Suns. Right? You should just listen to me and Saul. No, that's it. No, that's just. I definitely know what I'm talking about when it comes to sports gambling, Espo. <laughs> yeah. so, I definitely or, uh, Espo, know what I'm talking about. Let, let me just tell you, you're embodying the costume really well by losing bets. <laughs> I, my Defen lock was right on today. Look, I I, uh, I don't uh, trust a pirate giving me gambling advice. That's all well, saying. that's why you lost tonight. So. Um, if you guys want to take some gambling advice from this pirate, please download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm terrible. You will I, lose all your bounty. I only get lucky. Um, I don't know what I'm doing on this uh, sports gambling just yet. But if you'd like to play along, uh, feel free to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the code PHNX when you sign up. Because if you use that code and you place just a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game, and they do, you're going to win $200 in free bets instantly. It is that simple. DraftKings is safe, it's secure, it's reliable, and best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So if you're like Espo and you want to take the misses out for a nice date night, you can just take that cash out of your DraftKings app and go party it up. This is a weird flex. (laughs) Lindsay... Lindsay uh, really knows how me at the business hang out. <laughs> Go party it up like the Espositos. I said grown-up style, so that's like dinner and a movie in bed by 10. Partying it up like the Espositos <laughs> is a horrible idea. I'll just tell you that. That's 21 and older only, Arizona only. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Do you guys want to see our tweet of the night? Let's see our tweet of the <laughs> night. Sure. <laughs> Why not? Our tweet of the night comes from our homie Brandon at Zona Hoops. He said, Portland's strategy of making every shot they take is a good one. More teams should try that. Hashtag analytics, right? Mm-hmm. I, think, I feel like we should make it look like a graffiti on a bathroom stall when we do the uh, tweet of the night in the dive bar. You know? What do you want I to like see that on that idea. bathroom stall there, Espo? Well, an ad for Manscape, of course. Oh, okay. <laughs> How's oh, no. that for a transition? Uh, so you huh? said 1-800, call Espo. God, I feel like I walk into it. So too. <laughs> if you don't, 
my phone number doesn't start with 602. Yeah. So. Second Where's... of all, I, you think I'm memorizing phone numbers out here? Come on, man. When I pull it up, it just says Espo. That's all I know. Listen, mm. if, if you don't want to look downstairs like Saul looks like on the top right now with whatever that wig is going on, oh, no. the lawnmower it's a, it's 4. A lot of, it's a lot of ball throw up here. I'll tell you that much right now. It is. It really is. If you don't want the reverse... A Bob Ross. Would uh, you like you to paint me. your own masterpiece? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you like, if you'd like a happy tree down there, please <laughs> go to manscaped.com. Use the code PHNX. You're going to save 20%. You're going to get free shipping. We'll just and a you little, get yourself we'll just paint a little bush there. right here. And a little bush right here. Show her a whole new world. <laughs> <laughs> Shining, shimmering, splendid. <laughs> If you want to get on Gerald's magic carpet, I'm really proud of you, Gerald. He had that. He's <laughs> drinking out of the lamp. Oh my goodness! And it's been that kind I of week. I think we yes. broke Gerald. <laughs> yes. If you want your lamp shiny and smooth, like like the one Gerald's drinking out of, Manscaped.com save twenty percent uh, and get free shipping. Use the code PHNX. I'm I'm done. I'm yeah. done that. <laughs> I don't know where to go after that. I was literally about to say, uh, talk about the hairs that are going into my mouth from this wig, (laughs) but I refrained because I felt like that was coming. (laughs) I don't know where to, Espo, just you, go ahead. Ahoy, hoy. No, 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 no. Shane was about to hit the button. What are you doing? I thought that was what what Lindsay was doing. I don't know how to follow this up. I have a Pavlovian response to Ahoy, hoy. Okay. Back to basketball. Mm -hmm. Is that what we watched tonight? I wasn't sure. (laughs) Sure. Is there anything else that stood out from tonight's game that you guys would like to have a conversation about? Nope. Just want to flush it down the toilet. (laughs) Basically, all I can say. Yeah, I mean, it was bad. It was that was just bad basketball uh, tonight, and you know that's. Luckily, there's 82 games, so yeah, they're. They're not going to finish, you know, eighty-one and one. Now they have a chance to finish eighty and eighty and two. I mean, that's that's the reality. There's not you lost a bad game. They happen throughout the season, and you just have to bounce back. Now they have now they have rest, and that's important. You know, really? they're gonna they're the gonna Taliban? be off to Wednesday. You thought so. I was the Taliban, <laughs> really? Till he saw the pain. Man, oh man. I'm, I'm Black Ross is what I am. Oh, my <laughs> wow. God. Black Bob Ross. Okay, Matthew poses um, an interesting topic. He said, I think a lot of us worry about the Suns history and only making the finals every 26, 27 years. We made it last year, so it's in our DNA, LOL. But if you were to play therapist in this situation – what would your response to feelings like that? Because I understand those feelings, mm-hmm. but what would your response be if you're 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 coming from the therapist seat here? Uh, well, you know, by mathematics, I would say that's the that's the wrong thought process because it took us nine years to get to our first finals, then it took seventeen to get to that one, and then twenty seven to the next. It's only going to get longer, so the next one's not going to be like forty. So, uh, so you're fired as a therapist. <laughs> oh, I thought, I thought that's what we were doing here. I'm sorry. So. It's not going to be 27, I promise you. Past performance isn't indicative of, of future success. I mean, that's the reality mm-hmm. of it. And I'm right there with everybody. I mean, when you've been through that, you tend to default to that feeling. And, you know, but the reality is being in the finals last year doesn't guarantee you anything this year. But 
having been bad for the decade before that doesn't mean you're going to be bad now. I, I understand that's the default, but there is a, there's a lot of time for this to turn around. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's one bad game. And but but fans are passionate. So there's a reason why you feel that way. You should feel that way because you're invested. If you didn't care, then it wouldn't be fun on in either way. You wouldn't agonize when they lose. You wouldn't enjoy a game like last night in LA. You would just be numb to it all and there's no fun in that, right? Because it's irrational in general to root for a sports team. Like you're rooting for adults playing a kid's game. So just accept <laughs> the irrationality of it. it I'm dressed game? like a Disney what? prince a right now. <laughs> it is a kid's game. All all sports are kids' games in the end. Why? Because they it just is. Like <laughs> oh a, d- a grown man invented it. Why would it be a kid's like, game? Look, you're not you're not performing brain surgery or anything playing basketball. It's, it's just game. I mean, you're talking to the wrong guy. I'm dressed like a Disney prince right now, so I'm a big fan of kids' things, apparently. I I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's just inherently it is somewhat irrational that that we get so passionate about this. So if we have irrational feelings in terms of wins and losses and expectations are going to happen, it's natural, I think. This man's getting real existential. Well, how he does say. a long week, all right? Howie did say in the chat that he he doesn't want to end up like last year's Miami Heat, which is a, a fair concern. Gerald, mm-hmm. I'd cut you off. You you get to play therapist still. <laughs> it's game three. It's going to be fine. Devin Booker said post game like he put it best defensively. They're not on a string right now, but they know they're capable of playing that way. I really do think this is a team that is coming off a wicked finals hangover and didn't have enough time to recover from it. Like they had two months in the offseason. And then they're back to it. Devin Booker was in the Olympics and then had COVID. So he missed the start of training camp, played one preseason game. Like this is a group that's going to find its groove. It's just going to take a little bit longer than we were hoping. Oh, and they have a potential massive scandal uh, involving their owner hanging over their heads too. This is a very weird start to a season. We have not seen a start like this for anybody. There's never been a short off season like this for a team coming off the finals. You've got, a really weird situation. This is this is all just a unique place to be in right now. Short breaks are earned. So, I mean, it's the motto of the show, the Monteism. The wheel told us our fortunes. Um, Three days until the next game. Thank goodness. Yes. So the next game is uh, against the Kings on Wednesday, and then they don't have another game until Saturday when they play the Cavs. So... They'll get a little bit of a break, have a few days to practice, clean up some of those things, and hopefully we'll be moving and be a well-oiled machine before we know it. Look, if you lose to the Kings and the Cavs, then you can hammer the panic button. But right now is not the time to do it. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. All right. We good. We all good. We good. I love it. He pours beer into his plastic Who's dealing prop. with this beard? <laughs> he pours beer into his plastic costume prop. <laughs> Shane, would you love, um, I would love it if you, (laughs) would you love to, I would love it if you would put up the t-shirts that we just dropped earlier this week um, in our PHNX locker. He's on fire and a a fierce gorilla. Mm -hmm. Feel free to chime in about these shirts, guys. What you think? They're amazing. (laughs) I bought mine already because I I don't want them to sell out. 
they're probably going to go pretty quick because both of those are really cool designs. And these shirts, I got to say, I have a couple of PHNX shirts already. They are the softest material. Mm -hmm. They feel so good. This this shit that I'm wearing now is itchy (laughs) and hot. But the PHNX shirts are fantastic quality. Breathable. It is, is anti whatever this this beard is made out of. <laughs> you look damn good in white, though, Gerald. Thank you. I, I feel great as Shane. I mean, I'm just gonna say You're just that. I feel good. But you have the weirdest wig on right now. Like, and you your have, mustache is look, on the bottom of your mic. Look, you, look like you have a hairnet my, on. My hair looked a lot you like look Shane. Like you it have a hairnet fair. on. You look like you should be you working like in a, a diner, lady. <laughs> Yeah, fine. Lunch lady. Fine, here. That's what you are. You're the lunch lady right now. Oh my goodness. Is there a hairnet on it? Why is there that wet? What? <laughs> what is wrong with her? Sweating. Is sweating so here? much. You are wearing a sweatshirt, so I guess that makes sense. Oh. Your inside of your wig might be a little sweaty when you yeah, take no, it's it off. Not. You want to touch no, it? No, nothing. I'm good. No. I just feel like wigs are hot Wait, usually. The, oh, the yours beard is, is separate yeah. from the wig. I thought they were attached. What? <laughs> I thought your wig and your beard were attached. So no, it was no, very, no, no. very. This is this is. Oh man! Honestly, the weirdest show I've ever done. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. some weird shows. This is this is truly weird. I think it's funny how Saul that, just uh, sits there and he's just. Painting. That's it. I'm just. He's just sitting just here, happy casually strokes. painting. <laughs> just what I do on Saturday nights. Just happy strokes. <laughs> oh boy. Manscaped. Uh, <laughs> oh wait, we already wait, did I was that. Like, Never I mind. We already did that one. Never mind. No. But just a reminder: code PHNX twenty percent off free shipping. Just mm-hmm. in case you forgot. All right, guys. Would you like to talk about anything else tonight no. before we let our friends go? No, Let's I know go. you desperately want to go on vacation out to the. Hooga Islands or wherever. You're One, going. two, three, Cancun. <laughs> yeah. For real. Wow, we're already calling Cancun. Huh? Lindsay, Lindsay heard this story was coming and literally decided to leave the country. Hi. <laughs> I feel like she just went. You know what? Three games is enough. I'm good. I'm, I'm out. It's been a fun return. <laughs> no, you know what it is? It's just that for a very, very long time, I have not been able to travel in the fall. And so I booked a trip and I work for a company that's cool and actually lets me travel in the fall. So I love that she's just kissing Saul's ass right now. That's what that was. (laughs) No, it is what it is. I make the rules and the rules are fucking cool. Who gives a shit? Exactly. Let's go, baby. We can sit here doing this, whatever this dress up is. Whatever this is. (laughs) Drinking out of metal pipes and whatnot. (laughs) Well, listen, for next week's schedule things might be a little bit oh, uncommon so, so there will be a pregame and a postgame live here on the phnx sports youtube channel um before and after wednesday and saturday's game whenever the article does come oh, out yeah. there will be a live <laughs> later on in that afternoon oh, yeah. if you want to tune in and hear our thoughts on all of that just follow Chris, us on Twitter, phnx HR. underscore sons, because we'll share, of course, the links and when we'll be live there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really, honestly, the best place to follow us to find out when our shows are going to be live or when an audio podcast has dropped. And outside of that, you can also subscribe on YouTube and turn on notifications. You can hit that like button right now, actually, while you're here. Hit that like button. It helps us. It helps us bring more of this content to more people, which is just the beauty of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also... Uh, as Lindsay mentioned, as soon as that article drops, I promise you, we will be on within the, the hour or two, because uh, it takes it's probably going to take us like a half hour to read that thing. Right, yeah. we'll give or some more. time to digest yeah. a little yeah. bit, yes. formulate and thoughts. properly react. To yeah. It. yeah, for Absolutely. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before um, we like kick babies and whatnot. 
Rumor is Tuesday, but what? it's not a guarantee. So just maybe have that in the back of your head, maybe on Tuesday. Just mm-hmm. to take a peek at our Twitter page and see. That or, or you know, subscribe on, on iTunes and you're going to get it on demand right. the second that it drops yeah. as well. Or Spotify. Wherever you listen Wherever. to your, yeah. All wherever the you things. listen to your pods. Hey, I'll, send you, I'll send you a cassette tape if that's the way you prefer to listen. That's how Espo listens to all it of is. He, re- I, he downloads them and then records them onto his. <laughs> yeah, I use my Walkman. Yeah, yeah, I, use my, yeah, I use my old go. school Walkman. With the, with the non-skip. Yeah. That's my disc, man. I, the tapes don't skip, so. Yeah, well, so. until next time. It's been so long since I used one. I'm Lindsay Smith. You can follow me on Twitter at Lindsay Smith AZ. But you can't follow her to Mexico because that's where she's going. <laughs> that's Saul Bookman. You can follow him on Twitter at Saul underscore Bookman. The underscore's there because there's so much awkwardness from this show that it has to live somewhere. Right. <laughs> that's Gerald Borgay. You can follow him on Twitter at Gerald Borgay. And of course, Espo, you can follow him on Twitter at Espo. Ahoy hoy. <laughs>